I really believe we're going to win this next election. And when we do, the other side's going to say, OK, that's it. Let's get along. I really believe that. But we have to win the election. Great question. All right. Oh, I played that for you guys first because I know that's, <laughs> that's what we're all ready for. This division is just too much, too much. This was the president's town hall last night. I hope you got to see it. I didn't get to see it in real time, but I uh, I love the internet because I can play it with, at my convenience. And uh, I was just, I can't keep up with our president. <laughs> He's always everywhere. Anyway, I'm Melissa, Red Pill of the World. I'm so glad to be here. The another one in two days rather than three. How about that? Um, so it's, uh, uh, we're going to have a great time. I've got some, another just great things to show you. I'm going to share with you guys what happened at the town hall, some really great snippets. Um, I'm going to, we're going to talk about um, the, the three other women who were given uh, uh, clemency, who were re released from prison, which is so exciting, the, all the captives being set free. And then um, I have another wonderful sign in the heavens that is really exciting. I think that um, so many of these things are happening, it's just this heavenly dance that's happening right now that I feel like we are um, for Christmas. And he, he's going to talk about that. I'm going to give you the whole story. Uh, the whole clip here where this lady asked this question, but he's saying after the election. So I still really feel like that, you know, we're going to see more and more all through this year. And he at one point said, it'll be sooner than you think, you know, that doesn't mean tomorrow though. You know, it may be that, um, you know, by the end of the year is what I'm really, what I'm really thinking. Um, and even said, you know, after the election, then everyone will say, Hey, let's all get along. I really do think that, He's right. He knows. <laughs> He's Q plus, of course. So let's listen to the whole thing. This lady asked this great question. Hello. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Hi, President Trump. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. From the day you came down the escalator in Trump Towers, I was on the Trump train. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, knew. <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> and I, I proudly you. wear my Trump pin every day of my Thank life. Thank you. So great honor. My question is. We are so divided as a country. I have family members who do not speak to me and recently was told, if you support Trump, you are no longer part of my life. How are you going to bring us together? So I, I gave an answer before success, but it's really a little bit more than that because we've had great success and there is a division. There's no question about it. Uh, politicians have to be able to be civil. If they're not, you have to fight back. You have to. Otherwise, we're not going to be. There's a. There's a movement on, and I call them the radical left Democrats, and it really is the radical left because we have plenty of Democrats that are terrific and they want to see, you know, let's get together, let's get things done. There's so many things we could do. We've done a lot. We've done more than any administration in three years in the history of our country for the first three years. And I say it all the time, and the press doesn't even dispute me, and they would do that. But we could do even so much more. We talked about a great question on the border, and the border question's true, but we should get rid of the loopholes. You can't do that without Democrat votes. I really believe we're going to win this next election. And when we do, the other side's going to say, OK, that's it. Let's get along. I really I really I really think he's right. I do. So just uh, let's just keep hanging on tight and, you know, just accept the situation where it is at this point with different relationships until and, and I'm going to show you some really great verses that you're like, whoa, I never even looked at it in, in that with, with this in mind of what we're going through right now, because none of us had any idea. And it makes sense that we're in a war and, and, and there's a lot of disinformation. This is not a war with, with bullets. This is a war with deception, lies, disinformation, even from the, the good guys, because we're, they're trying to wrestle us out of the control of these bad guys. And it's, uh, it's got to have a lot of deception in it. So let's see what else did he say. Um, and I hope I have the clip of this, but at one point he said something about that we can't um, turn the other cheek. And I think clearly we forgive and we don't hold a grudge because the first person that you're helping is yourself. Because when you hold a grudge, then you, it's going to eat you up. But, uh, and also to always be willing and 
anxious to extend grace to someone. But what he's saying is people have misinterpreted turning the other cheek that you don't defend yourself. And that's not the case. You have to be able to defend yourself, but in, in, you know, in the right way. Okay. And you have to sometimes push back hard. That happened with me yesterday. I know that this person's always going to you know, have some kind of little smart remark. And I'm like, okay, before they say like 10 things that started to get on my last nerve, why don't I go ahead and nip it with the first comment? Not rude, but just nip it. And then that, that person did not continue, which, you know, yeah, we as Christians, we have to write really kind of learn <laughs> take a lesson from president trump he stands up for himself in essence is standing up for us so because he never caught any of this flag before he ran for president he's going to talk about that in a minute all right so check this out for this question you talked uh, this week to the leader of the Taliban, and you said it was a good conversation in which you said you both didn't want violence. However, on that same day, the Taliban launched some 50 attacks in Afghanistan, 40 of them in one province. Uh, there are many Americans really wondering, and the U.S. struck back against the Taliban. There are many very, Americans very powerful, wondering yeah. where the peace part of the peace plan is, and can you trust the Taliban? So these are warriors. Uh, we've been there for uh, 20 years. We're really serving more as a law enforcement group than a military group. We could win that war very easily, but I don't feel like killing millions of people in order to do it. We don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. People are tired. Even the biggest hawks are tired of being there. I had a very good conversation with him. There was a group that formed. And again, you know, they have many tribes and they have many different. It's hard for one. There's not like perfectly one control. I spoke to a certain man who was the leader but the leader has not it's not the easiest leadership can you imagine it's like hurting cats how can you imagine being the head of the taliban over there and these people are warriors who have a mind of their own and they they're not necessarily up for lawless uh, to, to follow the rules and, and and follow the law okay so that's what this is about and so you might think, well it's so silly to try to work so well this is what we do we make a deal with the taliban and we have strict uh, response if they don't keep it. And not on the whole thing. We don't just rip up the agreement over the first thing. We go ahead and knock out the bad guys who, who wouldn't keep the agreement. And that's what he did. He's going to sell it right here. Position. Structure. And the structure is, you know, tribes all over the place. Uh, a tribe formed and a, a group formed that was going to attack certain soldiers, Afghan soldiers. And the military heard about it, and the military went, and they took them out. That was it. Uh, I believe they really want to make a deal. I think after 19, actually going very close to 20 years, they're also tired of fighting, believe it or not. But they are warriors, and they are fighters, and that's what they've done for a thousand years. You know, just ask, ask the Soviet Union, which became Russia, because of Afghanistan. You know, so it's a tough that, place. Uh, you have said that you... Okay, so this is Greg Jarrett right here. From everything I see, you know, he's written these phenomenal books and he's a Trump supporter. And, um, but you notice they've got these little blue cards. Everybody in this entire place has a little blue card that they have the question that they have you know, been allowed to ask. Okay. It's very, very, very controlled situation. And, and part of that I understand, but part of that is because they don't want to have a question like who is Q, <laughs> right? And they'll just, they'll stop it immediately. If someone doesn't, if someone goes off script, but the only person who does not have a little blue card is our wonderful president. It's really amazing that how many words he speaks and he does not blow it ever. <laughs> he really is shocking. How, how you know Biden can get out two sentences without making some kind of gap. Anyway, so what I believe he's he's clearly controlled. He's got the little blue card, but he I do believe from what I can tell that he's a Trump supporter. Mark McCallum, I'm, on the other hand, I just find I she's going to ask a question here, and uh, yes, she's been told to ask this question. She's just a mouthpiece. She doesn't have a mind of her own that she gets to, to, to ask whatever she wants to ask. I'm not saying she's not a smart person. I'm just saying that she's, she's there to do a job. She's doing the bidding of the, of her, of her, uh, of her boss. Now, so she's got to ask, ask the question, but I do find it very interesting that she's wearing a purple suit. That's not every day you wear a purple suit. That's a, that's a purple suit, pants and jacket. And as if she is saying with her outfit that she is 
there. She, she's working for them, for the elite. Again, she's probably told to wear this outfit, but whatever. So, so here you, she's going to ask this question. And so you have to look at what is, what is the question she's asking? How is she framing it? Is she trying to, you know, is it a gotcha question? And so she's talking about the, the she's going to be talking about the, the military and because we know that the elite want the military to stay in this area because for, for more than money, it's because they get to control our guys if they're over there and do, we know that what they've done to our guys, our vets have just been you know, used in horrible, horrible ways. So, and, and come back very damaged, very harmed, not only, not only from the grueling parts of war, but because of what, whatever they've been, I don't know if they've been feeding them, giving them shots. I don't know, but I know that they've not come back the same as we, we all clearly know that. So she's going to ask this question as if leading him to go, well, if you're not going to follow it, you're, you know, you, she's not saying it's snide, right? Like I am, but you're not going to follow the, the, your generals, right? basically what she's trying to lead him, like forcing him to do just whatever his generals say. So check it out. You want to, you know, end this. It's yeah. gone on for a long time. But what about the conditions on the ground? Because, you know, General Mattis had a disagreement with you about pulling troops out of Syria and Afghanistan. If your well, generals right. tell you. I was so right. If the generals say to you, Mr. President, we need more people, not fewer people right now, what will you do? Well, Mattis said that, and I gave more people for a short period of time, and it didn't work out. And but what now we were doing is policing on Afghanistan. As far as Syria, I did pull them out. I pulled them out. We were we were securing the border between Turkey and Syria. I said, why are we doing that? Turkey's big. Syria's fine. Let them fight their own battles. What are we doing with our soldiers? Getting people killed to secure now. I love this. Uh, town halls are great because they're sitting there and, 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 you know, kind of trying to lead the president in a certain way. But you see the people are saying, bring the boys home, bring the girls home, bring our, our men and women home. So I thought that's a great thing about having all these people. And they're not, they're just doing what they, they're just responding based upon what they is in their heart, listening to President Trump. They're not trying to lead a, uh, so that doesn't really help <laughs> the elite's case. Well, one thing, when I came in, ISIS was all over Syria, all over Iraq, and we don't want them coming to us, and it was a mess. You understand that very well. And I knocked out 100% of the, of the uh, territorial caliphate, 100%. We knocked the whole thing out. But what about Afghanistan? No, but, but just so you understand. So we knocked out the ISIS caliphate in vast amounts of the Middle East, and I did that fairly quickly. When I came, again, President Obama, it was all over the place. When I say we're not doing the borders, we did leave soldiers. We left soldiers because I kept the oil. And I was always against Iraq, going into Iraq. I think it was one of the worst, maybe the worst decision ever made. But I used to say, once they were in there, keep the oil. They never kept the oil. We have an oil area in near Syria and in Syria. We kept it. So the only soldiers I have over there, they're guarding the oil. We kept the oil. So we kept I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, this, I, would, I would play the whole thing if I <laughs> didn't watch out, but it's just so great to hear him speak. So that, that was the question that she had that tried attempted gotcha, which did not work. It's so funny. They, he's ready. <laughs> he is ready for any and every question that they have for him. All right. So this was, this was cute. This is actually talking about how much money he spent. And right, what is trending right now is how these people are so dumb. They're like, oh, it's a million dollars per, per person. They, their math is obviously not their strong suit. It's a dollar fifty per person, but anyway. So he's talking about how much all of these other ones, like the Mini Mike and and um, uh, uh, Forbes and different ones, had spent, and he spent seventy million dollars. That's a just 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 have your ears perk up whenever you hear seventy, you know, because he was seventy years old when he took office. It's seventy. Uh, is is just a very prophetic year number whatever seventy is a big is a big deal. Okay, so check this out when he's talking about this. It's so good and you're doing great. It was the strongest period of my life. It was sort of the best period of my entire life. 
And then I announced I was going to run for president. And, uh, you know, the greatest day of your life, they say, is the day before you announce you're running for president. I don't know if anybody's ever heard that, but they do say that about people. But in my case, I won. You know, I won. I saw as an example, they were using numbers and they were saying how much various people spent to become president. And Bloomberg spent like 550 million. It was in, of all places, the New York Times. And this guy, Steyer, we call him Impeachment Tom. How did that work out? Not too good. <laughs> Tom Steyer spent 250 million. Another one, another one, another. Steve Forbes spent a lot. A lot of people spent a lot of money. And I was sort of in the middle of the pack. This is your own money. I spent 70 million. And they said, lost, lost, lost lost, lost. Donald Trump became president of the United States. Lost, lost. And I said, isn't that cool? Yes, it is. So cool. Yes. So I find, I've just found that interesting. A little factoid I wanted to share with you guys who are, who are into the numerology and all that. All right. So this, oh my goodness, this makes me so mad. Okay. I'm going to try not to like, yeah. Okay. So he's talking about the judges. I'm, I'll play you this, I guess this, this whole, this whole clip right here. Oh my goodness. It made me so mad. Um, and he has, he has now had, um, uh, what was the number two? There were two, he's put in 220, uh, judges. That's what we had to have. You guys, we had to have all these judges put into place so that we could get righteous decisions. Okay. Get legal, constitutional, lawful decisions. We, you know, because otherwise it's just, it's just, they would just laugh at us. But now the laugh is going to be on them, right? So that, and, and Obama left it like with 142 vacancies. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because that, that would have made it a lot easier because you didn't have to figure out how to get these bad guys out. They were, they were already vacant. How cool is that? So, oh my goodness, the Schumer guy. Oh, I'm going to play it, but. They're going to try to blame him. It's absolutely insane. Check it out. Release the whirlwind and you will pay the price. Now, I should not have used the words I used yesterday. They didn't come out the way I intended to. So going over some of the response to... As I'm sure all of you guys know, he was not in Congress, so he didn't have the immunity. Right, and he should be held to an account. He's the head of the this, 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 the majority party in the Senate. He is he's absolutely lawless, and he just feels like he's just can do things with impunity. But check this out. All of that, President Trump. Some of your critics are saying, "Well, you know, President Trump has also gone after liberal judges, and that you mean that blaming Schumer. me for Schumer? No, that, well, that just makes me so mad." He gets blamed for everything, everything. Have you ever been in a relationship where everything is your fault? It's just so demoralizing. What is the word? It makes you so mad. <sighs> he's just like, he's used to it. He's used to it. And he's just like, really? Really? I'm getting blamed for this guy? Okay. You're saying that, you know, that Why he not? came out. to ring this thing in because it's not going well already. People are like, oh, he is just so on it. He's just so on it. Whereas I've just uh, have in the past been a deer in the headlights, not ready for whatever kind of BS was going to come out of people's mouths. Ugh. And he's just so on it. But anyway. For your, what you've said about, about liberal judges or not. Well, look, I mean, we had a, a justice come out and criticize me badly, yeah. and I just responded to what she said. I had it twice. And when you look at, uh, I had a very harsh criticism, as you know, Justice Ginsburg, mm -hmm. during the, just before a debate, during the election, as I was getting elected, she came out, she had to apologize. It was a terrible thing she said. She should have never been allowed to say it. But if they say something to me, I'm not allowed to say back. You had another justice say so. What he means by that, she can say it in her own private capacity, but to be put all over the media, that's where she has, the, the, the media is, uh, what he means by it, she should never have been allowed to say it, that she's a, a allowed to just, you know, get this, this out there in her, from her position. Totally wrong. Something that was somewhat derogatory and 
All I did was respond. But I didn't respond like Schumer. Schumer, that was a physical thing, in my opinion. You know, he tried to say, oh, well, that has to do with the election. That had nothing to do with the election. The way he said, we're going to hit back like you've never seen before. That was a real intimidation. And the best you can say is they're trying to intimidate so that the judges vote, so the justices vote their way. That's no good either. But that was a physical, that was really, if, if a Republican did what Schumer did, they'd be in jail right now. Right. So, yeah. So just hang on tight. Just he, like he says, let's see what happens. But, you know, we've, we've got to first win this election, which we're going to. I mean, the numbers, I, if you guys saw, he wasn't even, there wasn't even anyone who was running against him. And the numbers were outrageous, the number of people who came out. And the numbers that came out to vote in the primary for on the Democrat side was way down, way, understandably. He's like, okay, you've got the socialist versus the man who's basically got Alzheimer's. <laughs> just like, and, and criminal. So yeah, it's just the Democrat party is, is imploding. Yay. All right. So uh, did you guys see um, this one right here, this picture of, of Kim Kardashian having uh, going to the White House and three more women were uh, given clemency? So beautiful. And what I didn't know, and probably you don't know either, was that Alice Johnson, that the lady who was already given clemency, she spoke, she advocated for them. Look, seems so surreal being with these three women who I advocated for. I was incarcerated with all of them. I made a promise when I grant, I was granted clemency by at real Donald Trump that I would never forget the ones who were left behind. Hashtag fighting for others. Isn't that awesome? She, she was, she was, uh, she was with them in prison and she advocated for them and now they are out. It's a, isn't that beautiful? And of course you've got Jared and Ivanka that they are working so hard to gain freedom for these people. And this is a beautiful thing to share, share this on your social media. This is, I mean, how can people fight this right here? So I wanted you to see what this feel a little bit about these stories. Like this lady right here, Judith was sentenced to 35 years in prison for conspiracy to commit healthcare fraud, 35 years. After trial, she received the longest sentence ever given to a female for a white collar crime. A mother, she left behind two young sons. It was her first ever offense. 35 years for a white collar crime. She had conspiracy to put healthcare fraud. Oh, <laughs> it's time to turn the tables. It's time for them, the ones who truly committed healthcare fraud on us. Oh, the, the, I could even, I could just go into it and on and on and on about what they've done with the healthcare system. It just makes me so mad about that basically made us sick and made money on it. And with, you know, Obamacare and all that, the, the, it just go on and on and on and on and on. Anyway, so I, I thought this is unbelievable. They talked about though, that she, how much she had used, how much, um, how much she had been, she had done while she was in prison to help other people. So she, she took the lemons and she made lemonade and she just, you, she just bloomed where she was planted and which is, which is really amazing. Um, and, but to leave her beautiful children is just so horrible. All right. So this one is crystal. She was sentenced to 20 years in prison for a conspiracy to possess and distribute marijuana. She left behind a, a five month old baby and was pregnant at the time. Wow. So this is, uh, she was shackled by prison guards during the birth of her second daughter. Her case was highlighted in the first step act. So now she's been pardoned. Yay. Yay. Um, so then this, this lady right here, oh my goodness, this, look at this. Denise Hall was sentenced to 35 years in prison for a, a first time nonviolent drug conspiracy. 35 years. Oh gosh, you guys, I'm telling you, <laughs> these people, these people have done this. They have, they have just abused the justice system like crazy and they've gotten away scot-free. Uh-uh. No more of that. Her boyfriend at the time used her house for his illegal, illegal drug activities. She was only 22 years old when she went to prison. She left behind a three-year-old son. So that's, uh, this lady, Tanise was, was, um, was released also. So it's very, very exciting to see. Oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway so, um, don't forget to judge uh, to to join me on Freedom Forcer on my Twitter. Okay, that's my that's my uh, my YouTube channel. Yeah, so that's so beautiful. I wanted you to make I want to make sure you heard about that because it and to share it from my Freedom Forcer because this is not on 
uh, the mainstream news. They are not talking about this. They don't want to talk about uh, justice reform, which is what Ivanka and Jared are doing. And just so you know, just so you know, Jared is the name of the last uh, great um, uh, patriarch after like, you know, Adam and, you know, all of his, you know, his sons and then Enoch. And then, uh, then Jared was the last one before the, before the flood. And the Lord went on and took them. He says he knew what was going to have to happen because they had, they had basically infiltrated the entire human race at that point. But Jared was the last great, good, good man. So anyway, uh, all right. Before Noah, of course. All right. So then I want you to see, um, I, I actually, on one of them, it says we're all going to come together and it's going to be sooner than you think. Then one of those, I think it's on part three, but I couldn't find it. But anyway, it's on there. All right. So I wanted you to see this verse from Hebrews. Um, this was, this is, I was thinking about this verse in the light of, because that's what we do here. We look at the Q posts and the current events and what's all happening um, with the, with the tr whatever Trump, President Trump says or whatever he tweets in the light of God's word. So we are all coming to this to this day together. Okay, and 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 I'll just read the verse here in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse thirty nine. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. It's talking about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the the patriarchs, but none of them received all that God had promised. Because God has promised that the world will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, that the earth would be in, no longer uh, controlled by evil. Okay? None of us have received that yet. Yet. But God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. So this is it's not talking about perfection as in no one will ever say anything wrong or do anything wrong ever again. But it's talking about that this, 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 this perfect man, it talks, it says this in another place, it talks about the perfect man where we will come to this, this awakening, this, uh, and the whole world will be uh, the kingdom of our Lord and of, of his Christ. And he will reign forever and ever like the hallelujah course where the earth will, the, there'll be peace on earth, goodwill toward men. So, so we've been moving toward that for the past 6,000 years. And now we're going like it, lightning speed, lightning speed, but not just, not just us in America, not just us in America. And that's what my, like on my last video, I was talking about the Hindu faith. They have been, their, their religion has been hijacked because it has its roots in, in father Abraham. Okay. So, but it's been hijacked. So now it's very quickly, people are starting to realize what, it, what it's really, what their faith is really about. And we're moving toward that. So Judaism is starting and please don't get Judaism confused with Talmud. That is totally, totally different. Talmud is where they have hijacked the, the, the old Testament scriptures and they just, it's just absolutely evil. I'm not even going to go into it, but the, the the people who are the true have true faith in the Lord and follow Judaism like Ivanka like Jared they are you know they're all everyone's coming to the true knowledge of the Lord and what he's doing in the earth Christianity again we've been hijacked where where we were mis misunderstanding on certain things specifically the book of Revelation and that's why I wanted you guys to see I have books okay these are the same book but they have different covers and one is for q followers q and on and a thousand years of peace and the other one is the book of revelation revealed and um so i'm actually going to send this to a couple people today and just just who are in the q movement just so that they can see um what what is what it means by this is biblical this is this is a this is how we've been mis uh misunderstanding of what uh and how how you know in really the church has been infiltrated so much so that it's just become so watered down right so all everyone's been so watered down to and actually to to be to not fight the beast and that's what this book is really about to not fight but not identify and fight the beast as which is all this new world order and also to 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 kind of look down at other people saying, oh, well, you know, they're lost, you know, they're, 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 you know, deceived when well, we've been deceived too, in, in many, many ways. And yes, the Hindus have really been very deceived because of a lot of different things. But the point is, I don't think it's, 
it's, I don't get from the Lord that he wants us to, to look down on other people and, and say, and just say they're going to hell. You know, I just don't, I just, the ones who are going to hell are the deep state. <laughs> These are the ones who are the ones who, who hurt kids. Those are the ones. Okay. The Lord is not so much concerned about people walking down an aisle because people can walk down an aisle and be fake. He's concerned about the heart. We talked about that before. Anyway, so they were all coming to this perfect man, to this perfection, to this awakening, to this, this um, to point where we are going to worship the Lord, the, all of us together in the whole world. I hope I'm saying that right and that you're getting my point. It's, it's, that's what this verse is about. For God has something better in mind for us, not just for us in America, but for us in the whole world. He has something better in mind for the whole world, not just that it would just be a, a little pocket of believers, but that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea, so that they would not, they, the forefathers, would not reach perfection and get all this goodie and, and, and the blessing without us, without the whole world. And so think of that. He says, go into all the world and preach the gospel in baptizing them and, and, and teaching them everything I've commanded you. And so that's what, that's what was done. That, that the word has spread throughout all the world. And now it's, it's, it's like, it's, um, it's all germinating and flowering at this time. You know, as he said, you know, when do birds sing in the spring? And I think that, that this birth is happening in the spring as well as, um, it's, it's, it's really happening quickly as well as, uh, cause he's been t- say, remember how I was saying the other day that the tree has to take root, you know, for it to start to really produce. And that's what's happening. I'm going to show you a sign that's happening here in just a second, but um, you know, we're seeing, we also see in the spring, that's when birds sing. I think that's the, 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 the judgment also so much of this. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see a lot of signs lead, lead to a lot of things happening in this spring, in the Ides of March specifically. And uh, we know Hillary's got to go before the um, uh, be deposition within 75 days. So yeah, it's coming. All right. So then look at this other verse in Ephesians chapter four. This will continue. Okay. And what are you talking about? What is continuing? It's, it's the equipping of the, of the church equipping of, and it's not just the Christian church. It's equipping of the people of believers all over the world. Okay. And some have had better teachers than others. It's a fact. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, the responsibilities to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ, again, all over the world wherever, wherever believers have gone on the mission field or just as, as part of their culture, that they would go and infiltrate uh, in a good way and, and to, and to raise up a a godly society. Um, This will continue. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. That's the same kind of language it's talking about here. Uh, that we would not reach perfection without us. And it's saying that here, the measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ, where we understand and where we walk in, uh, in, in, righteousness and love okay all throughout the world that verse 14 then we will no longer be immature like children we won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching he's explaining what is it what is it to be an immature child is to just believe whatever you're told and not to think for yourself we won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching we'll be we won't be influenced when people try to trick us with a lie so clever that they sound like the truth Look at that. I never looked, read that verse in the light of what we're going through, what we're experiencing worldwide with the great awakening all over the world. Isn't that amazing, you guys? So we're coming to this mature, mature man. We'll be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete knowledge, uh, complete standard of Christ. And they will be no longer be immature like children. Won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We won't, we will not be influenced by when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. And if you remember uh, in, in where I talked about in the book, um, uh, Revelation chapter 19, that there will be no more deception for a thousand years. Ah, 
Isn't that great? All right, so I want you to see that in Ephesians chapter four, all these things kind of coming together. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to be like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And it's not, oh, well, you're in and you're out. It's he wants everyone and people all over the world to be his brothers and sisters and, and these wonderful people who, who moved into India and who, who, uh, who were helping to, yes, it got infiltrated. Okay. I understand that, but it's, it's where you've got people who are coming to know the Lord all over the world, not just in this day, but it's been, it's been happening for a very, very long time. So I just thought that was another great verse too, you know, and we, there was a verse I was thinking of. I couldn't find it. Maybe I'll find it and post it on my, uh, uh, on the community page. Don't forget to join the community page, but that he is that we're the first to know. And remember how the, the disciples were the first to know back in the day. And we're the first to know that this is it, you know, because there's so many, there's so many people who are still under this deception, but there will, there will come a day. And he, he's kind of, the president's kind of using cue language when he was talking about the, after the election, we'll all come together. And he is in this, this Q movement is, is and what it's part of our, our thing is to, is to just continue to, 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 to spread truth everywhere. And just, uh, every, every, it's just becoming, uh, just it's permeating the earth. <laughs> Amazing. Now look at this. This is so beautiful too. This is in the passage where he talks about that he's the good shepherd. Our Lord Jesus is the good shepherd. He says, if I have other sheep, two that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. There's it's, it's people all over the world. It's people. All, it's, it's in your town. It's in, it's in India, in, in China and in Iran and in Venezuela and everywhere. All these sheep everywhere. They're scattered all around and he has to bring them also. It's not just for one little, one little small snippet. Think bigger, think bigger. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. And that's what we're doing. We're hearing his voice. We're hearing his voice and we're listening and, and we're all, we're all being unified. And that's what he was talking about on, on that snippet is it will be the unity. How will we get back the unity? And that's what is happening is that there, you know, we'll all come together. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I want to read the whole thing, but I'm not going to read any more of that. But um, uh, this is the, the, the video I did about they want us divided by the religion. And that's where I talk about the roots of the Hindu religion and that it's, it's from Abraham. And I had no idea that they had, uh, they had in their writings that there would be Messiah that would come who would, who would be nailed to a tree, basically, and bleed on a tree. And, and they had all these pieces. But again, it was written, it was said in these mantras in languages they didn't understand so they weren't able to get it similar to how you know the 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 catholic church used to be done in latin mass and so you didn't understand what they were saying but anyway this is all coming to light this darkness this deception it's all coming to the light how exciting now the last verse is don't forget in peter was was writing to all the believers who were in what is modern day Turkey? Okay. And he called them the exiles of the dispersion, the exiles of the dispersion. What does that mean? This is talking about uh, those who the, the Israelites who had been dispersed. Okay. And it talks about this in the new, that's in the revised standard version. And here in the new King James, it says to the pilgrims of the dispersion. Okay. The Pilgrims, I like the exiles kind of a little bit better, but I want you to see something in the, in the regular versions that I read and that you'd likely you read, let's say, look, uh, for, let's, let's go to the new American standard. It uses very different language. And that's why it's so important that you go, uh, like to biblegateway.com and you look at all the different versions. Look at this to those who reside as aliens scattered throughout blah, blah, blah reside as aliens that doesn't give you the idea that this is about the the israelites being dispersed so many israelites were have been just dispersed and they're filling pockets all over the world who knew because i read it in this version all my life and i'm i'm thinking of alien that i'm an alien in this earth that's the way it, that they led us to believe it was but that's not what it is it's about the dispersion that, that we are it, many of us are israelites 
whether we're the physical progeny or we've been adopted into the family, that we are that we're the dispersion. This word alien is not a good a good translation. It, it, it doesn't make it clear enough. Okay, I'm going to read to you another one. Um, let's see, what was that? that was, okay, let's read in the King James. You think, oh, the well, King James is going to be right. Nope, it's not. Nope, it's not. Look at this. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, blah, blah, blah. Strangers. That doesn't tell you either. So with one little word, one little, and it's not like it's wrong because strangers is also in a dispersion. You can see how they, they can use that word, but it's not clear. It's not clear. So yeah, I really encourage you to, to, you know, when you're reading a passage, you know, just ask the Lord to guide you. And, uh, and so you can read it in various versions. I'm so glad I'm not hooked to one version. I'm going to dig and dig and dig until I get to the real, real meaning of the verse. Yes. So that's what it is. Okay. So this is what's so cool. I wanted you guys to see this. This is what's happening in the heavens. Okay. So this is uh, actually not until in November. Let me back it up. All right. So, um, as, as you know, those who are, who are here know about that the Lord put the signs in the heavens for us, for uh, the, the stars, the sun, moon, and stars in the heavens for us, for signs, seasons, days, and years, so that we would, if we would learn how to read them like the wise men, we would know what was going on. So check this out. So this is, this is right now, okay, you've got March right now, and then April, and then here comes Mars, okay? So I'm going to, actually, I'm going to do this thing. When you do a search window, when you do a search window, it should come up. Yes. Okay. And then you hit type in Mars. It's going to make a little blinking red light. You see the little red around it. Okay. So we're going to follow Mars, just follow Mars. So here is May. So it's going to head toward Pisces. Now let me back up and tell you what does, what is Pisces? What is that about? What is that? Because the Lord has these signs that the that each of the constellations has a biblical meaning, a biblical understanding. It's called biblical astronomy. And that's, again, how the wise men knew when our Lord Jesus was being born. And that's how they got on their camels. So look at this one right here, what it says here. Pisces is the Israelites and the Gentiles. What do I mean by Gentiles? Gentiles is just someone who does not believe. Okay, just think of it that way. Think of Israelite is as just like in your family. You have people maybe in your family who are the bloodline, blood family, and then you have those who maybe you've had maybe some who are adopted into your family. Are they in their, your family? Yes, they're in your family. You don't differentiate, right? Or or married in, or somehow or another in this family. That's those are all Israelites whether someone came in through blood or through, you know, believing, um, uh, uh, you know, they were far off and they were brought in, you know, because of believing in Christ or, or one way or the other, they're now in the family of Israelites. They're a believer. Okay. And then you've got the Gentiles. You've got those who are, who are, who are not, who are, who are outside, who are out, you know, I think that that's really what it's talking about. That when he was saying, I have other, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I have other fish that are not of this fold. And actually, as far as sheepfold, the big dipper is not a dipper. It's a sheepfold. And there's two. There's the big one and the little one. There's the, the primary one and the secondary one. The, the, the primary one is the Israelite family. And the Gentile one maybe is, is, is the, you know, maybe someone who is truly has it closed with Christ, but they don't truly understand you know, but they're, but they're still, they're still his fish. They're still his sheep. Okay. They're still belong to him. He says, I have other sheep that are not of this fold and I got to bring them too. Okay. The only ones who are not are those who have clearly said we worship the enemy. We have chosen the dark side. We've chosen to do the evil and, and be in league with the dark side. Okay. The Lord is not angry with someone who's just been deceived and confused. Please don't, you know, you know, don't put that on him. That's he is not sending people to hell because they were they were confused and 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 mis and they were de deceived and and misunderstood what what was the real the real truth. Okay, so there's these two groups, and, and I think it's really talking about Israelites and Gentiles. Okay, the, the, and they're banded. Look at this picture. They're banded together. They're banded together. 
that we are all one humanity trying to get away from Cetus. Cetus is the sea monster. Cetus is, the, is this evil group that is trying to drag us down into hell, okay? And they're trying to drag our cultures down and our societies down, okay? This is Cetus, the sea monster, like on um, on the uh, Clash of the Titans, right? This, this horrible monster, he's going to kill Andromeda. If you look up here, Andromeda is up here, and she is chained. She's the church, and she's chained because we cannot get away. We're, we're, we're in, this, uh, in this terrible predicament with this death. The enemy is, has infiltrated everywhere, right? So look here. It says, and the church held captive by the beast, oppressed, set free by her king. Now look at Cepheus, the king redeemer, coming quickly to rule the earth. See, all these Pisces has um, uh, uh, companion constellations in that same area nearby. Okay, so I'm going to show you Cepheus. Cepheus is right here. That's Cassiopeia. But Cepheus is part actually of this this uh, grouping right here, Cepheus, Andromeda, and Pisces. And Cepheus is the king coming to save us. And this is our Lord Jesus. He is saving the day, right? He's coming to save Andromeda from the, from the sea monster, okay? And just like on the show, Clash of the Titans. And I, if you haven't seen my video on the president's residence, you've got to go see that because our president has a beautiful um, uh, statue in his, den in in new york city and it is um it is uh it is andromeda being rescued by perseus that remember on the movie clash of the titans he comes in and it flies in and he swoops down and he 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 saves her from cetus the sea monster isn't that an amazing statue that he would have at his house isn't that beautiful all right so i want you to see that um that uh that cetus it's not even in that one. That one's a, actually in another one. But the point is, the Pisces is talking about the two fish, as if we, we've been talking about the uh, that we've been in the eight. The we've been fishers of men, right? That we would be fishers of men. All right. So here is what's happening though in the heavens. Look, follow Mars. Okay, I'm going to start going a little bit faster, and you'll just just follow it. It's coming along up to Pisces. This is July. which is interesting. It's not on the ecliptic. Look at there. It goes right to the edge of this band. Think of this as a band where it's banded to Cetus. Somehow or another, it, we are attached to this sea monster, attached to this new world order. So here it is September, okay, of this year, really close to the election. And so then it, it spins around and it does its loop. If you're not familiar with these loops, go to my, uh, my playlist, Signs in the Heavens, okay? This is October. November, it spins around again as if it's loosening this grip. Look at that. This was, and actually, if you know, several things are happening in the heavens Christmas of this year. There's a crowning of Orion by this comet. There's, there's this. There's the conjunction of, of Jupiter with Saturn, as if Jupiter, which is our Lord Jesus Melchizedek, is, is destroying the works of Satan, Saturn. Okay. And then look at this that we are being loosed. We're being unchained. We're being unhinged, loosened from Cetus, the sea monster, again, again with the Christmas of this year. Who knows? I think our forefathers knew what Christmas. They know it. They knew it very, 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 very well. This is the, this is the birth of the world where we're going to have this birth of this new, new day and set free from this evil, evil kingdom. If you look over here, this is, remember I was saying, this is where, um, where Jupiter, let me back it up just a little bit. Jupiter attacks, attacks Saturn and just destroys it. It's amazing. This is all happening in the heavens, as well as um, we already saw the, the wonderful sign that's happening. Actually, this um, um, Palm Sunday, that uh, there's a sign in, 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 uh, in Taurus that's happening where I don't know what's what is actually what it means exactly, but just a lot of great things happening this spring. So 
anyway, we, and we already feel it. We already see it. There's just so much that's happening to, to get to, to, um, to work justice in this earth. Who's <laughs> ready? So exciting. What a day guys that we get to live to see this day. I just wanted you to see this. Look at this. Look at this. Another, another, another sign. Isn't that amazing? All right. So I wanted you to see it. Um, I guess that's it. That's it for right now. And I'll jump back on here and see you guys. Don't forget to go on to my channel. Make sure your bell is wrong. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Um, make sure you check out the playlists and make sure that you check out the book. If you haven't read it, you can read it online for 99 cents, share it with a friend and, um, ask them to pray about this. What is happening in this day? This is the, the this is the day. This is the great day of the Lord. Thank you so much, Lord. Again, we praise you. Thank you for giving us these signs in the heavens. Thank you that we're all going to come to this mature man, this, this perfection, this, um, this understanding all over the world. And that we're, this, all this deception is going to drop off of us and, and uh, all that we've been entangled to the darkness. And, and that soon we'll see as, as our president even said that, that, that we'll all come together and there'll be unity. Oh, and that we won't all, there won't be just one pocket coming. They will all come together. That's oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you that you're protecting us from all of their, their plots and schemes, whether it's a virus or whether financial crash or whatever it is, you are protecting us that you're not going to let them do anything to harm us. And Lord, we pray that you just help us to, to see uh, you and to hear you clearly. Like you said in, the, in that passage in John uh, chapter 10, that my sheep hear my voice. Yeah, Lord, help us to hear your voice. Help us to to uh, to know you, and to and we just ask you to reveal yourself to us. We give you praise, Lord. We praise you because you are the King of the world, and uh, we just again lift up all the patriots, all those who are fighting so hard. We pray that you will continue to strengthen us and 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 help us to go everywhere in every place to bring to to bring truth. And Lord, we pray that you will. Uh, continue just to have the entire evil system implode and everything that they do just come to absolute nothing and, and, and reveal that, that they are not doing the right thing. We pray that you just, just deliver from the bondage of deception and brainwashing. And especially in your church, Lord, deliver us from the, the brainwashing in the church so that we see your word clearly. We pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Love you. I appreciate you. You know that. I appreciate us being together so much. <laughs> I don't even know. There's not even words. I appreciate it. I'm just so thankful. I'll talk to you later. Bye.